What troubled paths does the Dark Tome lead people down? And how do tragic events find a way of repeating themselves over and over? We learn more about the horrors connected with the Dark Tome just after this. Who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on! Hi, this is Fred Greenhalgh, your host of Undertow, Realm's podcast taking you under the surface and into the weird and the wicked. I'm also the co-creator of the series we're experiencing, The Dark Tome. Today we have an original Dark Tome lore episode where Cassie spends time with her guidance counselor, Mr. Carter, and learns about his connection with Mr. Gussie and The Dark Tome. All we've really known until now is that Mr. Carter looks dourly upon Cassie's involvement with the magic book, and today we're about to learn why. We go on a trip to the turbulent past as we learn Mr. Carter's story. Oh, Cassie, it is so good to see you. Don't smile at me like that. You called the cops on me, just like everyone else. I covered for you as long as I could, but it was hard, Cassie. You disappeared. Everyone was worried. None more than my dear old guidance counselor. I knew something like this would happen to you. Something like what? Don't you know? No, I don't. And I would love anyone to tell me what is going on in my life right now. Take a seat. Come on, Cassie. I'm not going to hurt you. I tried to warn you about that book. You warned me about Mr. Gussie. It's the same thing. Here. Listen to this. In the intervening years since Ricci's death, rumors have surfaced that the Dark Tome still exists. That it was founded in a state sale. That it was discovered by a teenage witch, or was in the hands of a powerful cabal. Or housed safely in the secret archives of the Vatican. But like its enigmatic origins, there may be no truth that we can ever know about the curious history of the Dark Tome. And the evil that it foretold. What is that? A 
podcast. How does a podcast know about the dark tone? Does it matter? The word's out, which makes things very dangerous for you. Why? You know why. They've made it to our town. You mean the Parabellum? You know who they are. So? That puts you in great danger, Cassie. I've been in great danger for a while. Come on, Mr. Carter. Mr. Gussie never said a word to you about any of this? What kind of a friend was he? Not a perfect one, but he hid me out when people came after me, which is more than I can say for my mom. So, you want me to tell my story? Yeah. All right. What do you know about my dad? He was Billy, right? Billy, yeah. Billy. Only thing he liked better than getting on a good drunk was magic books. But you know all that already. Mr. Gussie told me. He went to college with your dad. Mm-hmm. They hunted magic books together. Your dad got obsessed. Well, that's one way to put it. Look, I never really knew my dad. He died when I was seven. Bummer. No, not really. He deserved everything he got. Everything that happened that night. Which night? The night my mom left him. October 19th, 1984. George, shh, we, we gotta go, honey. Mommy? Come on, honey, we don't have much time. Why are we going in the middle of the night? Doesn't matter, come on, I already packed your bag. Do you have Teddy? Yeah, I got Teddy right here, come on. Mommy, I'm scared. Don't worry, George. Can I hold Teddy? Once we get to the car. Please, Mommy. George. Please. Oh, okay, here he is. Oh! <gasps> What the hell is going on out here? George, run! What the hell are you doing, woman? We're leaving you, Billy. Like hell you are, George. You get back here right now. No, Daddy. What have you done to my boy? George, go! No one's going anywhere! Daddy, no! Me and my granddaddy's gun says no one is leaving this house tonight. Do you understand me, Brenda? Let George go, Billy. He's just a kid. (laughs) Just... What kind of kid looks at me with that evil in his eyes? Don't you see it? You're drunk, Billy. Go to sleep. I may be drunk, but I see clearer than you do, Brenda. Clearer than you ever will. I've seen worlds you wouldn't believe until that asshole broke my head. No one did anything to your head but you, Billy. Daddy, you're scaring me. Shut up, you little twerp. I know you were in my things, Brenda. The lighter's missing. I know you stole it. Billy, it's a lighter. Not just any lighter, baby. A lighter that ruined my life, ruined my whole goddamn life. And now it's going to ruin yours. Please, just let us go, Billy. We'll get you help. I don't want any help. I want the dark tome. I want magic. Would someone make that twerp just shut up? He spun on me with the double-barreled shotgun, and that's when my mother made her move. One of my father's vodka bottles was in her hand, and it came from behind her, swinging. As the glass exploded, I saw my mother's other hand flick across the surface of a gold lighter. And suddenly my father's face roared up into flames. We froze to the spot, watching the flames climb up him as his knees buckled, the shotgun falling to the stairs. I would have stayed there all night, even as the place burned to the ground. Except my mother grabbed me, and I was thrown into the back seat of a station wagon and out of the only home I'd ever known. 
It took eight towns to put out that fire. It was a fire so fierce word in town was a demon started it. The old-timers joked it fed off of Billy's rage, burned on all the dark, pent-up emotions that haunted that apartment building. One flick of a lighter and everything that was my father lit up like fireworks on the 4th of July. One flick of this lighter. That lighter? It's a classic Zippo. Collectible. But not magic. There's writing on it. W.G. Yep, W.G. Wilbur Gussie. Mr. Gussie's lighter? Yeah, that's the question, isn't it? How did my father end up with Gussie's lighter? I suppose you figured it out by now. No. Yeah, well, it is a little bit of a mystery, isn't it? It took me until I was in high school, right about your age, before I got any answers. Oh, son. Uh, hello? Goose, that ain't even count uh, uh, Hello? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Hey, <laughs> didn't see you come in. Uh, you know anything about this, uh, World Wide Web thing? Like AOL? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, they sent me one of these CD-ROM things. I finally decided I'd get myself a computer. Oh, oh for what? Playing games? For the bookstore. You're the only person who stepped in this shop all week. Mm. A used store like mine just can't keep up with that shiny new borders out by the mall. So I got uh, thinking maybe I can go about things a different way. Someone told me these things are called forums, right? Mm. Where the people go when they online and get to talking with each other, all sorts of stuff. Including old book. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I say to myself, well, maybe I could get to talk in there too. Let people know about some of the books I stumbled across over the years. If someone wants to buy a book, they can mail me a check. I'd send them the book, my mail. Wouldn't even have to come in the store. You think it'll work? Well, yeah, sure, why not? Well, maybe. Maybe I just blew $2,000 I can't afford to spend, maybe. Well, we'll see. How can I help you? Uh, take it you didn't come here to help me figure out this modem. No, um, I wanted to t- talk about this. Oh, looks like a lighter to me. W.G. What does that stand for? <laughs> well, got Wasted gold, worthy goose. How about Wilbur Gussie? Wilbur Gussie? Who's ever heard of? A Wilbur Gussie. The Registry of Deeds on the title of this bookshop? Yeah, you're a better student than I took you for. So, you have a lighter that coincidentally has letters engraved on it that some very far-fetched person might suggest are my initials, whatever. How come I have your lighter? I think that's a million-dollar question, son. Mm-hmm. Well, I stole this out of my mom's jewelry box, and she got it from my dad. Is that right? Billy. You remember Billy, don't you? Billy. Oh, Billy. You know, that name might ring a bell. How did Billy get your lighter? Hey, you got a temper, don't you? Just like your old man. You want to watch out for that. Please, look. My mother won't tell me anything. I wake up at night still remembering the way he looked when we ran away that night. Him going down the stairs, waving that shotgun around. He looked like he was possessed. Something was inside of him. That there was. 
I seen that thing myself. That's why I tried to save your dad. I'm sorry I couldn't. I'm real sorry. Yeah, well, my mom always talked about how you and he would go out looking for magic books. That's some sort of code, right? You for, for drinking? What kind of answer are you looking for? The truth. The truth? I'd be hard to swallow. I, 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 I don't care. It's my right. It is. But it's also what drove your dad to destruction. I don't want that for you. Yeah, that's my decision, not yours. Well, and take a seat. This might have to be a show-don't-tell kind of exercise, because if all I did was tell you, you wouldn't believe me. Oh, uh, before we get started, lock the door. What? Don't want no intruders when we go on our little adventure. Adventure? What do you mean, adventure? I'm going to introduce you to a little book called The Dark Tome. He took you into the world of The Dark Tome? Yeah, he did. I just as soon forget the story he took me through. I understood at last what drove my father mad. When you're inside the stories, you feel alive. You have power. You can reshape your mind. You can reshape the world. But it doesn't come for free, does it, Cassie? No. I can see it in your face. It's starting to cost you something, but you have no idea what it cost me. I forgot about it myself, blocked it all out. Yeah, sometimes magic is kind like that, allows you to forget the things you've done, but then sometimes, years later, some random event hits you like a lightning bolt and some door you kept long hidden blasts open like you packed 2,000 pounds of dynamite behind it. For me, it was the prom. The prom? What about it? That's when you went missing. And that's when I screwed up my life. All those years ago. How so? There's so much expectation built up around prom, you know? Especially in my time for boys. We were expected to be masters of a universe we didn't understand. A universe I never really got to orbit until I got to college. You mean sex? Yeah. Yeah, sex. Okay. What does this have to do with the Dark Tome? Well, I wasn't a master of any sexual universe, but I knew something of the Dark Tome, so I decided to take my date, Grace, to the bookshop. I thought I'd show her a good time, something like she'd never seen before. Boy, did it work. Wander with us into a world of magic. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with and reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. We'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. You gotta check this out. Oh, oh, <laughs> you got me drunk and took me to a bookstore, George? No, 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 this isn't any regular book, Grace. Believe me. No, no, it's magic. <laughs> it's magic. No, no, no okay, shh, 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 shh. No, if, if you could go anywhere you could ever want, mm -hmm. where would you go? 
Not a bookstore. <laughs> oh, go on. No, but our books are, are the gateway to imagination, Grace. For real. <laughs> you, you sound like a guidance counselor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, come on. Okay, listen, listen. How about Greece? Did you ever want to go to Greece? Greece? Yeah. <laughs> What's in Greece? Well, let's find out. Come on. Okay, look. You keep us in the basement. In the basement? Yeah, under this trap door. <laughs> Come on. George. No, 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 just trust me on this. Okay, watch your step. <laughs> this is a little weird, George. Look, look. There. What? See it? Yeah, it's a book. <laughs> This place is full of books. Yeah, but there's only one like this one. George, can we go back upstairs, please? <gasps> I thought you were taking me to the ledge. Wait, wait, just just look 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 what happens. Huh. It's just a book, right? Mm-hmm. But but look what happens when I talk to it. What? Hey, Dark Tome! Wake up! <laughs> I don't know what horror movie made you think this was a good idea, but... <laughs> it's... it's humming. I told you! <gasps> Stop it, No, 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 it, it just does that. It, yes, for effect. Okay. Now, book, take us somewhere cool! Cool, my boy? It's only hot down here. Who the hell are you? You know who I am, Sonny Boy. What, Dad? George, what the hell? I remember the look on your face when your bitch mama lit me on fire with my own vodka, no less. I think you smiled. Didn't you smile, George? No, Dad, no, no, no Dad, you... you... You can't be here. You can't be in the book. Let's get out of here, George. Now. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, I'll do more than that, sweet cheese. No, no, Dad, Dad! <laughs> you wanted a story, little boy. I've got a story for you. A story that will drop Stop. your socks. Dad, you get off her! Stop it, please, stop! It's pulling me in! Can't stand the heat, don't play with fire. Isn't that what they say? Come on. Daddy misses his boy. I stood there, adrift, halfway between the real world and another world. A world where my father lived, or at least where a thing who spoke with my father's voice lived. I stared into this gateway and knew hell. Knew it for the place where my father was banished and would forever dwell. George! George, where are you? Nice! <laughs> We're all together again! <laughs> Stay in hell by your lonesome Billy! Back at the bookshop? You trying to get yourself killed along with the whole damn world while you're at it? It was my dad. He was... You don't know all the worlds that book touches. Out there, there are creatures. 
They want to sneak through. They wait until some knucklehead teenager, half drunk on cheap beer, opens up the doorway. Them creatures, they'd suck you dry just like a spider eating a fly. You made it stop. Let's get you upstairs to bed. Where, 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 where's Grace? Like Grace. I said. Where, where? Upstairs. Where, where's Grace? Bed. <laughs> Gussie and I never talked again about what happened that night. And what really happened? <laughs> what I hold in my mind and what the world thinks happened are two different things. What do you mean? Grace. You see, I have an old newspaper clipping. Teenager dead in prom night tragedy, May 4th, 1999. Horror struck last night when high school senior Grace Winston lost control of her vehicle on the Blackwoods Road while driving home from the prom. Grace, 18, was pronounced dead at the scene. Oh my god, there are pictures. I never had to confess to anything because, according to the world, it never happened. And you and Mr. Gussie never talked about it. What was there to talk about? What happened, happened, and no one was going to believe us if we tried to come clean, so... What I did is I tried to forget about it. I took up drinking, just like my father. I found harder stuff. I found a way to blank out what happened, and it worked. Yeah, it worked so well I lived the next six years in a near-total blackout. Up until the morning I woke up in the hospital. They put me in rehab, made me sober up, but it was okay. By then I'd blocked off every memory of Grace. Buried her in a box in my head that my sober me could pretend was the product of a cocaine delusion. I believed what they said about succumbing to a higher power. That higher power told me I needed to help people. I followed that voice and it brought me back to Simpson Falls. Cassie, I'm pretty sure they brought me back so I could help you. You really are a guidance counselor. Please, Cassie, I wouldn't listen to advice when I was your age, but maybe you will. Let's burn that book right now. You want to burn it? You know it's the only way. I know you screwed up and got some girl killed. And now I'm supposed to hand the book over to you? No, thank you. I'm out of here. Cassie, stop! The Parabellum will stop at nothing until they get you. What aren't you telling me, Mr. Carter? What if something actually made it through the gate that night? What if that something got into you? I didn't want it to go like this. What's happening? Who turned off the lights? Here, take the lighter. Do it fast, before they get here. They? Did you rat me out, Mr. Carter? Just do it, Cassie! Okay, you can't fight them, Cassie, but you can at least destroy what they want. Here, take it. I flip open the cap of the lighter, flick the wheel, and a small red flame spits out. I stare at the dancing flame thinking of all the things that unfolded in my life since I encountered the dark tome. The anger begins to ripple out of me, prickling the hair on my skin, like the moment right before lightning breaks a thunderstorm. And just like a bolt of lightning, I'm ready to crack. 
Is this the choice you really wish to make? Who? Come with me, and I'll tell you my story first. The book. Will you come? Nazi! Nazi, come back! Naughty girl, stop her! No, 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 careful! She's going into the book. You can't stop her now. I don't remember this room. No. If you separate them now, they'll both be lost. Oh! Oh! Well, I can bide my time. Hmm. Careful who you trust, right? Cassie may face an impossible choice, but she seems to have been taken out of the grasp of the Parabellum agents, at least for now. Next time, we'll be having another short reprieve from Cassie's storyline as we experience the podcast episode that was referenced at the beginning of today's tale, the Point Mystic Investigation into the Lore of the Dark Tome, an episode called The Curious History of the Dark Tome. Coming up next time here on Undertow. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, the podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. I bring you two episodes a week. Every Monday, I cover something from a wide variety of topics, covering everything from feminist faves throughout history like Audre Lorde, listener coming out stories, and other hot-button topics like toxic masculinity and the Me Too movement as well as plenty feminist history, the good and the controversial. And then every Friday, I bring you a mini What's in the News episode to keep you up to date with everything that's going on today in the world. And with over 580 episodes available to you right now, there's plenty of good stuff to listen to. You can listen to Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rage on. Bye. Mr. Carter's Story is an original story for audio by Fred Greenhalge. Produced by Fred Greenhalge and William DeFries. Story editor, Cat Howard. Featuring Lily Thorne as Cassie, William DeFries as Mr. Carter, and Ned Donovan as Billy. Additional voices by Christopher Reinaga, Marie Stewart Harmon, Maya Koloski, Mariah Bergeron, Lisa Sathopoulos, and James Herrera. Dialogue editing by Fred Greenhalge. Sound design by William DeFries. Original music by Peter Van Riet. Additional music by Mind's Eye Productions. The Dark Tome was created by Fred Greenheld and William DeFries and is a Dagaz media production presented by Realm. Undertow is a production of Realm, hosted by Fred Greenheld, produced by Mary Azadolahi and Haley Wagreich, associate produced by Nicole Kreuter and Alexis Latshaw, executive produced by Fred Greenheld, Molly Barton, and Marcy Wiseman. Undertow's theme, Dark Rumbling, is by Hubert Campbell. Cover art by Kendall Thomas. Find more shows like Undertow by following Realm at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at realm.fm. Realm is your portal to another world. Listen away.